welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Here we go. What you think about everyone. Thanks for joining us on Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm thrilled that you can be with us today. If you are new, our show is about sound information, not just sound bites. We like to have real conversations with real people. And so maybe just maybe you can be our next guest. We are always open to hearing from other people all around the world at all levels. So those living with dementia to family members caring to a variety of businesses, advocates, researchers, you name it, we're open to it. We think we can't make sustainable change unless we're inclusive. Now, if you liked our opening music, that's called Clarion Call, and that's by the Mark Arneson Band. Feel free to download that and show your support to them on any of the music platforms. I also want to do a shout out to Mods Ventures. If you've got an idea or a concept to improve dementia care, they are actually looking at three specific areas. And I'm just going to let you go to Mods Ventures to check that out. But you could win fifty dollars to $100,000 in seed money for each of those categories. So please don't, don't just sit there with your idea to yourself. Check out Mods Ventures. And then I'm really excited to announce that our new platform for Alzheimer's Speaks has launched. And on there, you will find uh, one page just dedicated to free resources. So it's a really easy way to access not only the radio show, but dementia chats, um, arts and dementia, information on memory cafes, becoming dementia friendly, the Purple Angel Project, uh, dementia map is that's another way you can get there. Uh, you can submit or read articles in poetry. It, it's just a really fun, fun place to go. Uh, you can also access our YouTube channel. Let's see. I also want to tell you about the memory camp. They are going to have a session again this summer, and that is August 15th through the 18th. And you can call them at 715 Four seven nine eight two five five, and register your loved one with dementia and your family to go. We are going to hear from the adaptive equipment and caregiving corner, and we'll be right back. I love the footbar walker, and let me tell you why. It is the option for my toolbox that I've been waiting for. Let's be honest. There are some clients who, despite our best rehab efforts, just aren't able to return to performing a sit-to-stand transfer on their own. Now I can offer my caregivers an easier, safer option that doesn't involve hoisting their loved one up from a sitting position. I don't recommend this walker for all of my clients, but I do recommend this walker for those caregivers looking for an easier, safer option with transfers. I would also encourage other therapists to add this walker to their toolbox. It's kind of like having my own mobile parallel bars for the client to pull up on. 
Whether it's a family caregiver at home helping a loved one with Parkinson's or dementia, CNAs in a long-term care facility assisting their patients, or therapists adapting to client and caregiver-specific needs, we now have a very safe and effective option to offer in the Footbar Walker. Check this product out at thefootbarwalker.com. That's it for today from Adaptive Equipment and Caregiving Corner. Have a great day, and don't forget, if you can't do it, adapt it. Okay, we are back, and I get to introduce you to our guest today. We are going to be talking about technology, which is a, is a hot topic out there and something that can help so many of us when we are caring for a loved one. So today I'm going to be talking with Danny Waxman, who is from Israel, and he has over 20 years experience in high tech and product management. He developed a product called Recall Q while he was caring for a family member living with dementia. And he has seen that impact firsthand. And then, you know, through conversations, realized that this was a need, not just for his family, but for others. So listen and learn from this conversation. I think you'll find it fascinating. So Danny, I'm really excited that you are taking the time to be with us today. So first of all, thank you so much. I know you're over in Israel, so we've got a time difference there, but we were able to figure that out. And I think your product is is really quite fascinating. And so I'm, I'm anxious for our listeners to hear more about it. Thank you so much. It's great to be here with you. And thank you for the opportunity to talk to you and uh, talk a little, about, a little bit about Recall Cube. Now, I always start out asking everybody if they can give us a little background, if they've been personally touched by dementia in their own family or circle of friends. And I mentioned in the intro that you did have a family experience, but if you can give us a little more detail, that'd be fantastic. Sure. So I, brief background about myself, I grew up uh, in, in New York, in the U.S., even though I'm based in Israel now, I moved out to Israel with my family in 99. Um, and uh, a few years later, my in-laws moved out here as well. And um, not long after, uh, I was in 2012, uh, my father-in-law was diagnosed uh, and started a uh, fairly rapid deterioration, diagnosed with dementia and started a fairly rapid deterioration. Um, from what I now know, uh, much faster deterioration than most people experience. And unfortunately, he passed away in 2014. Um, soon after that, so that was, our, that was really our first family experience. And uh, not knowing any better, that's what we thought dementia was at the time, this rapid deterioration. Um, soon after my father-in-law passed away, um, my mother-in-law, uh, we started noticing um, some early signs of possible dementia, um, but very different manifestation of, of, the, um, of the disease. Mm -hmm. And she really, she actually has a, had had a very slow progression um, and started to exhibit signs of what now I know is called time disorientation, which was the first signs that we realized um, something, something's up. Uh, and she really started losing track of what time it, what time it was, the time of day, the day of the week, um, a lot of confusion. And I went out and started looking for possible uh, tools to help her reorient herself and quickly came across on Amazon something called uh, a dementia clock. And there's lots of vendors that sell them. Um, and that's... Uh, 
what I was looking for, for a tool to help orient her with the time, time of day. Um, you know, she's since progressed in various, uh, through various stages of dementia, um, but uh, we're still uh, a very much caregiving family. Okay, great. Thank you. You know, my my own mom, that was one of the first signs was that disorientation to time. And back then, this was in the 80s, she used the TV by who was anchoring the news to tell, you know, what time it was. So we, we couldn't even change the channel. And we didn't know why we just thought she was obsessed with channel four. But then later on, we realized, oh, my gosh, this is how she was adapting. That was really the only thing available to her at that time. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, recall cue and and what exactly is it? Sure. So, so as I said, one of the early tools that I went after in terms of helping my mother-in-law and at her time orientation was what's called a commonly called the dementia day clock, which is just a clock and you go to amazon.com and there's plenty of vendors that sell them. Uh, Day clocks uh, is one of them. Um, um, uh, I think American Time, Time Tabber. Um, and what it is, is very simply a clock that shows in large type and clear lettering, not only the time, but also the time of day. For example, uh, morning, afternoon, evening, um, the day of the week. So uh, today being a Thursday. So, you know, show that in the clear type, as well as the date uh, in clear type. And it's meant just to sit, you know, as a clock sits, and provide that orientation, uh, mostly not only from the time, but also the time of day, which is a key factor. Now, coming from a technology background myself, I've been a product manager for many years involved with technology. When I saw that, it immediately immediately triggered a thought, well, we have a screen sitting now in someone's house, in a loved one's house. We should be able to do a lot more with that than just show the time. Is there any way that we can use that for communication, to set uh, reminders. Um, And I really didn't find anything out there that I felt uh, met this need. So I went ahead and created an app that gets installed on uh, either Android or iOS tablet and is meant to sit just like the day clock in your loved one's house um, and show the day clock but it also has a companion app that's installed on the family members or caregivers phones, which is used to both configure the day clock, make it more configurable and more customized in terms of the information that you wanna show. For example, you may not wanna show uh, the day of the week or the date, that might be too much information, Um, but also allow you to communicate and send messages, send photos, schedule reminders, Later on, it, later on, it developed with further features, but really I initially set out just to create this for my own family to be able to use this. Um, I mentioned that we, you know, I grew up in New York, we still have family in New York, so we're kind of a global, you know, global family and we needed people from all over to be able to communicate and participate in the care. Um, I did release it to the general public as well and saw that it, you know, there was usage there, but I kind of left it and then about, 10 months ago now, I decided to put a lot more effort into it. I was getting really good feedback from it. I saw that it was helping people and I developed it further, uh, added features like two-way video chat, the ability to send music playlists, um, motion detection, 
all kinds of features that make it really um, a, a full app for helping to care for a loved one. That's amazing. You know, I love these stories. There's so many people out there that have been touched and take their skill set, you know, to further the cause and quality of life because they know how frustrating it is. And, um, you know, any way we can ease that makes such a big difference. And, and so it's, it's really, like I said, for, for me in my position, I, you know, I feel so lucky that I get to talk to people all around the world that are stepping up and stepping in. Um, when they see a lack in something and um, really, really changing the world. Do you want to share your screen at all and kind of show us? Around? Sure. Okay. So, um, so just uh, I'll preface that the app is really, as I said, meant to be installed uh, either on a phone or, or a tablet. And this, what, I'm, what I'll show you now is kind of a, in what's called an emulator running on my computer, but it really shows the same functionality. Um, so I'll, first I'll show the Connect app, which is the caregiver app, what it can do, and then I'll switch over to the day clock and uh, send some messages to that. So when you first log in, this is what you would see. Um, and what I'm showing you now, there are two versions of the app. Um, one is a, a free app, which lets you have the basic day clock functionality, and I'll show you some of the customizations you could do with that. And then there's a, a paid upgrade app, which is what we're seeing here, which allows you to do the full communication. Um, so, you know, coming in over here on the bottom, you have your primary functions, which is the feed, uh, sharing music, check-in, which is the two-way video chat feature, and document sharing, which uh, we'll go through that. And the feed is really meant to mimic somewhat in its, uh, in its functionality, a typical feed that you would see in other apps, be it whether it's a, a WhatsApp feed, an Instagram feed, a Twitter feed, things that certainly younger generations, uh, be it, uh, I don't know what they're called now, Gen Z or millennials, I'm not sure where the cutoff is, but I found that my kids would never pick up a phone to call, you know, to call someone. They all do it through these apps. And that's really, it was very important for me for the app to be an intergenerational experience as well. So, um, you know, I, I wanted it to mimic that so that they're comfortable as well. So here you have the different types of uh, messages that you can send in the feed. It could be an instant message. You could share a photo, uh, schedule a reminder, um, set an alarm that shows up. So if I go into, for example, schedule a reminder, so I could type here, uh, you know, remember to take evening meds and then maybe attach a photo of the medications. And over here, you can schedule that. Well, should this show all day? How long should it show for? Um, when do you want it to start? So, you know, maybe this is, uh, we want this to start, uh, it's a new medication starting on Monday. And we're going to take that medication twice a week. So we would choose every day of the week. So that would be, you know, Monday and Thursday. So now every Monday and Thursday, this message will show on the day clock and which will show in a second. And then you can so, set the time and then I like it looks like you can repeat it as well. So it goes exactly. so you don't have to put it in every week then. Exactly. So this is good Please. for things like the medication reminders, um, like um, I've, I've seen people, you know, I've commented they've used it to reminding about taking out the recycling on certain days of the week. Um, reminders for there's an there's a, a yearly reminder so reminders for birthdays of grandchildren or other loved ones that come up um, so 
really it's, it's pretty flexible in terms of how you set that those reminders. Does it have on, on the reminder, does it have like a, um, like it pops up uh, to tell them and then 15 minutes later pops up again, just to make sure. Is, and is there a way for them to confirm? So it will stay on for as long as you set here. The reminder okay. will stay on for as long as you set. Um, okay. And there's a way to show it in advance also, which I'll show you as well. Okay. Um, then you can share photos as well and put captions on those photos. So you could, you know, if you take it from the camera, from, a, from your photo gallery and, and choose those. Um, and something called an alarm where um, you can show the text to display. You could have a button, you know, so that you know, your loved one could click okay. And you'll know that the alarm was seen and responded to. Uh, with and this has different sounds that you can also put on. So if you have, you know if you want to make sure that mom wakes up at eight o'clock, you could set the alarm clock here at eight o'clock, and then she can turn it off uh, by clicking OK. And you can choose if you have multiple day clocks, and you can set up multiple in your account. Uh, you can choose which ones they would be on. So you know a wake up alarm might not show in the living room, but will show in the bedroom on a bedroom clock. Um, wow! So those are the alarms. Um, music works. We, you could search for a, um, these, these work on you, through YouTube playlists. So, you know, mom made like Frank Sinatra. So this is kind of acting like a, a remote control for YouTube playlists. Uh, and then you can choose Frank Sinatra and then that will begin to play on the, uh, on the day clock and you could stop it as well over here. And uh, this is something I'm going to be putting a lot more focus on because music plays such an important part of care uh, and of providing a sense of calm and peace to a loved one. You know, I just uh, did an interview this last Thursday with a gal from um, Australia who's a music therapist, and she really talks about the importance of that. So that might be another episode for people to listen to in terms of the importance and the research that's um, been done behind this and how it affects everyone and how moods can really be changed. And yeah, it's, it's pretty oh, for sure. Yeah. And a lot of these features came about either through personal experience that I didn't know, you know, that music was so important or through um, other users who have written in, but the music one, I had been in the hospital with my mother-in-law and she was in the emergency room needing some, some tests done and was not cooperating and putting up a hard time with the medical staff. And I just, remembered that she liked Frank Sinatra and took out my phone and went to YouTube and put it on. And immediately I, there was a difference and, you know, it calmed, calmed her down. We were able to work with the medical staff, get the testing done. And, you know, when I saw that, I knew that it was very important that a feature like that be in here, you know, uh, for other people to benefit from that and be able to, to share music. Check-in is, is a, another feature. Um, this allows you to actually start two-way two -way video calls from your phone to the day clock. And as you see here, it can be set to auto answer as well so that no interaction is required on your loved one's uh, uh, tablet. It'll, it could just answer. Um, I, and then I pop up a message. I always remind people to please be mindful of privacy. Uh, because that is a concern. It could be either a loved one or a caregiver might be there. So be aware of the situation when to use auto answer or not. Uh, but this certainly through COVID was a very uh, useful feature to be able to communicate and see a loved one even when you couldn't be there physically. 
You know, that is so nice. I had one gentleman in particular whose wife was in memory care and he, he, you know, he, he did a lot of research and he set something up just so the iPad could be on all the time and make it work. It didn't have near this functionality though, but he said, you know, there were times where she didn't necessarily know where, where the voice was coming from or the video, but he could see her and how much comfort that alone gave him. But to have all these other features, just absolutely incredible. It really can be used for a wide range of people. I'll put it that way. And types of individuals as well. Yeah. It definitely can. Um, you know, I like to focus it, and and my primary goal is obviously to to help the you know the loved ones and uh, that are uh, living with dementia. But certainly, there are a lot of uses for it. Um, this is another feature that the younger generation really likes because video chat is also so popular now. Besides the feed and the instant messages, the the video chat is definitely something that uh, that is used heavily by the kids and grand, you know, grandkids as well. And this last tab over here is documents where I found there were many times a need to share important documents with someone who might be coming to visit, be it a home healthcare assistant, um, a medical checkup at home, and just have, being able to, you know, for example, upload here, I have the, you know, go in and I can upload the latest medication list. And then I click a button and say broadcast, and it shows it on the day clock. And we'll show that in a minute as well. And then be able to just click the eye here and hide it. So, you know, it's not like it's permanently there. They're not going to download it, but be able to share those records. So those are the the, the primary functions. And over here, this is where you can add a new day clock. So I might want to add a bedroom day clock or a kitchen day clock as well. And I can go in here and set it up. And this is all the configuration. So some people prefer an analog clock. Some people prefer both analog and digital. There's many languages supported uh, and you could change the, the interface of the day clock. Um, we have users using it all over the world, literally, um, you know, from New Zealand to California uh, and everything in between. You could set the brightness of the screen, whether photos should show full screen or some people are concerned and they always want the date, the, the time to be there. So you could set that to split screen so that photos won't show um, full screen and take up the, the whole clock. How long do you want messages, instant messages and photos to appear for before they cycle through sound notifications, a sleep mode so that, um, you know, again, if this is a, a bedroom day clock and, you know, mom goes to sleep at eight, but, you know, you're, you're, little one may want to talk at 10 o'clock. So that won't wake her up. It'll prevent it from doing any type of sound notification and it automatically dims the clock. Um, there's a motion detection. So you may want to set that up between let's say seven in the morning and 10 in the morning to make sure that mom is out and about uh, as she should be or between eight at night and eight in the morning to make sure that she's not up and about in the middle of the night. Uh, and this is a has become really important to people and useful to people. Um, And I'll show you how that that works as well in a second. You could show weather on the clock as well. So here by default, you have the time of day, day, week and date. You could also, you know, show weather. You just type in the city. So uh, let's put in here, I'll put in New York and save that. 
And when uh, on the, when I show the clock, we'll, you'll see that in a second. You have really made this very easy to understand. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes you go into the back ends of these things and go, well, what is that? Am I supposed to click that? Or am I not supposed to click that? Or even like something drops down and then you're still not sure of what does that mean? But this is a really very straightforward. So good, good job, Danny. Thank you. Thank you. So here, I'll just show you because that's, if I've set up motion history, so you could do a view motion history. And then, it, so this is today. <laughs> and I scroll down. So where I am now, it's uh, in the afternoon. I have it broken in 15 minute increments. So there you see. So oh, for the last uh, you know, hour or so, there's motion detected on the clock. And the more this is off to the right, the more motion was detected during that time. So, you know, this may be just uh, rolling over in bed and this is up and about in the morning over here. So um, those are the major features of the, of the day clock. Once you do install it, um, you can then invite also other family members from here. Uh, so you can just send an invitation to them. And if they accept that, they'll be joined into your account. And I always encourage the more family members participating, the better. Well, the other and... thing too with this is that it, it gives like, because a lot of times people are paranoid about getting spammed and hacked and all of that stuff. And so this is really a, a closed ring that allows yes. you to communicate. So there's safety there. And, and I think that that is getting in, especially in the era that we're living in becoming more and more important with our vulnerable adults. Yes, definitely. That sense of safety and, and you know, the closed environment, 100%. Mm -hmm. Just going through the feed over here. So here you would, you'll see different messages that, that have already been sent and you can resend it if you want, right? So if you, know, you want this picture to come up, you can just press play. Um, and you see a history to your point about the security. You want to make sure that what's being sent is appropriate. <laughs> so you can see that over here, pictures of grandkids. So this is, you know, that's a photo. This is a mess. This is a scheduled event. And we'll see how this looks on the clock in a minute. And, and so it shows you. So if, if uh, somebody else um, sent a message, it would be their name and time. Exactly. If there was another family member there, you would see who sent that. Over here is a calendar view. So you see all your scheduled events, right? So over here, every day I have this time for meds. And then over here, I have two events. Oh, so nice. Kind of gives yourself the, the schedule. And here are, I don't have any alarms set, but this is uh, would be where the alarms are over here. Okay. Okay, so let me go ahead and share the, uh, the day clock now. So you get a sense of what it looks like there. And I'll just run some of these from my actual phone. So that- Can uh, I ask one question? Um, sure. it, it also had a pinned thing. Can you give an example of, of pinning? Yeah. So that a lot of people use for as a, like a slideshow feature. If you want a message, pinned are messages that show when there's nothing scheduled. So it may be pictures that you just want rotating all day long. Okay. Um, so that's what a pinned message would be. Or, um, you know, just a nice little blurb saying, hey, mom, I love you. That, that would show all day long as well. So those what that's what pin messages are. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and share now the day clock. So you should be seeing the day clock now, mm -hmm. right? And there's our weather in New York that I had added. Uh, so I apologize if you see me glancing down now, just because I'm using my phone to uh, to to send these messages instead of the computer now, right? So as I said, you, it's very easy to share a photo, right? So I just shared a photo of 
my granddaughter, right? So Mia having so much fun today and so important to keep the family, you know, your loved one updated on what's going on in the family and the part, you know, participating in, we're all in the family feed. And that's why, again, I called it the feed. You know, I, we do that in our family through WhatsApp all day long, sending and sharing these photos. But this is a way to have a mom, dad, someone who doesn't have the WhatsApp still being a part of the family feed and the family communication. And it's important for them. And it's important for, you know, myself and my kids also to be able to share that. So this is a a message with a photo, David picking you up at two o'clock. Is this where you can split the screen so you can always have that time of day and the message? Right. So the only things that don't split the screen are the photos, but okay. any like of the instant messages or the reminders, those would um, those would come up as uh, split screen all the time. And one other nice feature is you can show what what's called an agenda view, which would show kind of a, a calendar view of upcoming events. And that's an option in those day clock settings. Um, and you could choose how many days to show. So I'm going to show, let's see, three days out, right? So now, okay, here's like a quick view of, of what's coming up in the next three days. So I know, okay, there's evening meds every day, right? Friday's mm -hmm. recycling day. So remember to take that out. Uh, and now three days might be a little much for someone, um, you know, to, to, to handle. So you could change that anywhere between one and three. So for example, now I just change it. Okay, we're only gonna show two days or you know, maybe only show today. Can you adjust by hours? I, I know like with my mom, she would get really, and again, it depends on the progression, but as she progressed, she would get really anxious if we showed her even the day before, unless we, we had to be really strategic on our timing if we gave her all day to think about it like let's say right. if it was a doctor's appointment she she would just kind of fret all day yeah so that's a great point you you so first of all you don't have to show this um you know this agenda view if that's going to be a problem certainly okay. we, we don't want to uh we don't want to cause any additional stress <laughs> um but so you could shut the agenda view altogether and then the items will just come up when scheduled Okay. Right. So that's, that's very easy to do. And the documents. So just let me give an example here. You know, if there's a, a home healthcare person coming, uh, giving a treatment or needing to know a medical history. So you're able to quickly show a medication list. Okay. Okay. So from wherever you are. So, and then to say, okay, let's hide that. Well, and how cool is that? If you're going to the doctor with a loved one, you can just show that on your on your phone then to them, right? Or yeah, even, or I suppose even add them to that. Can right. if if the, if somebody was added um, in the circle, can they download that document? No. Okay. It's stored. No, it's not. It's and that's goes a little bit towards what you were saying in terms of the security. Mm -hmm. In other words. Not use. I, I don't want it to become a file transfer, and some people maybe who shouldn't be having it having it. And I'm just going to set an alarm here now. And I appreciate you, you know, looking at the big picture, you know, like with those files and stuff of of what you want this to be and what you don't want it to be in terms of safety. One of the things that I I like about what you've done is you know you can really customize this as somebody progresses it's it's not just you know this linear tunnel of this is who the needs are going to meet i mean i can see this 
with somebody who is maybe not even diagnosed yet, but is having some memory issues and they're noticing it, which is, you know, part of, can be part of normal aging, um, who might be living in an independent, who would love to see all of this stuff. And the neat thing about utilizing it at that stage is if you progress, now you're used to the system as well. And so that can be um, a huge plus, but yeah, I can, my mom would have loved this, would have loved this. And I think it would have helped pull our family together more too, and feel more cohesive. I have an older brother and a younger brother, and they weren't physically around. And I know it would have, and this sounds selfish on my part, but as a primary um, care partner, it would have calmed my heart to know that they were interact. Yeah. Um, and there might not have been as much friction because they could help from a distance. Um, and, and, oh, there's that. There's, there's the alarm. alarm. I just wanted to show you. <laughs> okay. So here, you know, you're able to click okay. And then you would get that acknowledgement on the, uh, on the connect app that I showed you before. So you would know that, that that was seen at least. Now, another question for you. So sure. that had like a little jingle bell ringing and I was kind of talking over it, but somebody might have a TV on in the background or whatever too. Can you set the volume on the, on the alarm itself? So or the alarm will go based on the default volume of whatever the, um, the tablet is set to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to just good to know. I just thought, uh, you know, if someone is, Hard of hearing, but I would imagine there are some other alarms that are more pronounced than the light jingle. Yeah, there's a few different uh, a few different alarm options in there. Okay, okay, great. Well, this is neat. This is this is really exciting. I think the only thing that we haven't really gone over, we talked about the videos, and I think people know what that what that looks like is the motion detector, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right. Can you talk a little bit more about that. Sure. So the motion detection uses the front facing camera of the tablet and it does not actually record motion. And that's uh, an important, important uh, fact. I don't, again, getting into the privacy, I don't want to store. Uh, and I've had actually quite a number of users request. well, can we use this as a, you know, cloud recording device to see what I'm doing and then go back and see. As of now, I've, I've resisted that, adding that. Um, and I only use it to sense motion. Uh, and it does have some algorithms so that um, it, you know, it, it won't catch wind blowing, let's say curtains or things like that. It, does, it only detects human motion. Um, even a pet or something, it, it should not detect. Um, and it sends, it stores just the hours that the motion was detected um, mm -hmm. so that you have a sense of when there was or was not. Uh, motion detected. One of the things I'm working on is also setting that for uh, push notifications, for example. Uh, so if motion is detect detected in the middle of the night when there shouldn't be, so that will send out an alert, not only a historical, oh, I can look back and see, but it will actually send out an alert that, uh, that it was detected. Or the opposite, if by you know, a certain hour, uh, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, motion was not detected, maybe send an alert and saying, hey, you may want to check in on mom because uh, we haven't detected any motion yet. So that's a feature that's coming, not yet, not yet done. But okay. uh, again, I just want to be clear, it's not recording anything at this time. 
Well, and, and, you know, having, if you had multiple tablets, I mean, if you position one by even the refrigerator, you would know if they're eating, you know, opening that door, or maybe you have their medications right over there. You're going to know kind of what vicinity that they're in. Um, like you said, getting out of bed, um, you know, some people might even choose to have one in the bathroom because that can be a, an issue exactly. and it can also be a hazard <laughs> for some people yes. as well. Anything else that you want to share with us um, with the screen? Okay, so I showed before about sharing a single photo, and I wanted to show you here what it looks like if you share multiple photos to create kind of a slideshow effect. So each photo will show by default for five seconds, and that's adjustable, and you could configure that in the day clock settings on the Connect app. Um, you know, you may, this may be too short of a time for your loved one to be able to read the text here, so you could change that to 10 seconds. And those will just cycle through for that amount of time, but it'll also automatically return and treat the clock itself as if it's a photo, because really that's a key part is the time orientation that we spoke about. So we don't want to hide the clock for too long, and we want to make that visible and part of this rotation. So you'll see here every few seconds it goes back and shows the clock itself. I think, uh, you know, feature-wise, I think we've, we've covered it for now, although I'll say it's, it's in constant development. I get so much feedback uh, from users, and, you know, there's still, there's still a lot to add, but it, it really, I think, does cover if we, if we, and you had mentioned this before in terms of different features talking to different stages. Mm -hmm. You know, if we talk about seven stages of dementia, then I think that there really is something along most of the stages there uh, that can be beneficial uh, either to the, not either, both to the person living with dementia, um, mm -hmm. but also one of the primary goals is also providing the, the peace and comfort to the caregiver, knowing that they can call and see, knowing that they can send the music from wherever they are to help, um, knowing that you can schedule those reminders and see, um, you know, different actions. And, and then on the next level also to provide, to be able to create this family feed environment where, you know, kids and grandkids are participating and really creating an intergenerational um, caregiving experience. One thing I'd like you to share with us, just because some people might not know what, what analog versus the digital is. Oh, sure. Can you do a split screen and show both of them? So this is the digital right now. And I'm just going to go ahead and change it to analog. Okay. So there's your analog screen. Okay, great. And you may want both. So that provides both <laughs> the combo okay. there where we added over here. Wonderful. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's helpful for people with that because so often I think people lean towards the digital, but if somebody can't read, they might be more familiar with the, the picture of the clock. That is something I think people have to be aware of. What works for us might not work for them. I actually just came across that experience. And I, I get that. I, I go through that experience all the time. That's one of the challenges mm -hmm. um, for me is putting myself in the shoes of the user of, the, mm -hmm. you know, in, in this case of the day clock of, of, of someone living with dementia. So for example, something as small as I originally had the hands on the clock much thinner Mm -hmm. and someone wrote into me saying, I love the analog clock, mom really likes it, but she can't see the hands. So that's something, you know, I didn't think of out of the box. So recently these became uh, about four times thicker than they were. So it's uh, an ongoing experience and an ongoing project. 
Yep. And, you know, and everyone's eyesight's a little bit different, you know, so for some, they could see this really clear and there might be others out there that still need numbers a little bit bigger or bigger size, um, you know, but one of the things that I, that I also like too about working um, and talking with, with people who I have experienced, you know, what their, what their product is, is you're so open to feedback you know, because your, your heart's in the right place. This is really kind of a compassion project in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I've just, that's the thing that I've heard from people is, oh my gosh, they're so open to, to listening, you know, to, to possible changes that, or they'll say, well, they'll explain why they are not going to do it. And it might be something, you know, like the security thing with the documents. So we're not sharing that. And this is why, and then they're right. like, oh, thank God. I'm glad you thought of that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, it's so important to, you know, to give that feedback and to listen. And mm -hmm. as you said, a lot of times just explaining the reasoning is so important for someone. Exactly. Um, well, yeah. and, to, and to know that someone's listening. I think in the caring journey so often people think that they're not they're not heard. And they, and, and when someone, when they are able to speak, a lot of times they're, they're really not listened to, they're not heard. Um, they're just being allowed to speak sometimes. And, and, and people can tell when someone is actually listening and if they've actually been heard, you know, with their statements, uh, depending 100%. on how someone responds to that. So that's, that's a really important thing. And, Customer service. I mean, everybody wants customer service in in all areas of their lives. Um, question for you: In terms of cost, now they they purchase the day clock on you know Amazon or or wherever on that. Can you give people a range of what those normally run? Sure. So the tablet is a generic um, Android or iOS tablet. So. Mm -hmm. The, you know, to be honest, so many people have an old one in the house that they use. It doesn't need to be the latest and greatest. You know, I don't know what the latest and greatest is, but I, I myself use an old one on purpose to test with because I want to be able to make sure that it works properly there. Um, so on the, on the iOS side, whatever, you know, an iPad costs, I honestly, I don't, I'm not sure what that is. It could be a few hundred dollars, I guess. Um, but I usually recommend an Android which can range from 80 to $120 for a perfectly capable one that will, that will work fine with including the video and the music, um, you know, for, for recall queue. So let me ask you this. Then. So if I, if I have an iPhone, but I have an Android, um, I, you know, tablet, are the, are they going to mix? Will they work? Yeah, together? that's, that's no problem. They're, two, they're oh. really, they're two separate apps. There's the day clock app. And then mm -hmm. there's the, what's, you know, what I call the connect app. And they're two separate apps and you can mix and match. And if you have multiple family members, it's also no problem. You know, whoever has an iPhone can use the iPhone and whoever has an, their Samsung can use the Samsung. Not a problem. Okay, sweet. It shows what uh, I don't know. You know, I, yeah. I still people are amazed. I, I don't have a tablet. I, <laughs> I had one, but I've never used it because I'm just always at my desk, you know, primarily and stuff. Yeah. And so um, um, I'm, I'm just yeah. not that familiar. So thank you for clarifying that. This little piece of uh, plastic here is also available on Amazon. And I find it extremely useful. I'll show you with my phone. But you know, basically, you just 
lay the tablet on it, and it becomes a stand that sits on a bookshelf or a night table. Um, because another important thing is it's, it, the app is designed that the day clock is used uh, exclusively for this. In other words, it's not a tablet that you're going to be having some games on or some other apps on, you know, that's that mom or dad will be using and then going to the day clock. It's really designed to be always on and always plugged in. Um, so I like to, I usually recommend for people to pick up one of these also. And this is like, you know, seven or $8 as well on Amazon. Yeah. And I think that the importance of it being stationary is important too, because again, as the disease progresses, you know, abilities are going to go down. And so all of a sudden, you know, it's going to be lost someplace or it's not going to be plugged in yeah. and it's not going to work, you know, all of those things can easily happen. I mean, they happen to all of us all the time. We lose, you know, where's my phone? You know, where's, where's this, what happened to the charger? I mean, so that'll just be amplified. So keeping it stationary makes sense. And especially um, as you roll out this motion detector piece as well with that, um, right. you, you want to know where they are, you know, <laughs> I mean, if that, for that to be helpful for you as well yeah, as, as a care partner, how about cost of the, the app itself then? Right. So as I mentioned, the, 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 there's the free version, which gives you the day clock view and you can customize what you want to show on that. Um, and then it's for the connect app to be able to communicate and all the other features is $4.99 a month or uh, $49.99 a year. Okay. That. And that's not for each family member. That's for one per family, I should say, not mm -hmm. per family member. Okay. And that, that makes a big difference in and of itself right there. Do you have any like packages, let's say if a, um, a senior community wanted to put all of this into, uh, you know, into their, their community? Have yeah, you so that's something that, that uh, on a on a case by case basis, you know, sure. talk to to the uh, you know an assisted living or a community center and do that, and and you know it depends on how many users it is and the support that would be involved. Um, some have asked us to supply the tablets as well, mm -hmm. so that's on a, on a case by case basis. I'm definitely open to that. Well, and that would be really interesting, um, even in memory care, especially with COVID and people are worried, you know, we could have these lockdowns again still and sure. um, just easing things up. The other thing that I like is that you don't have to have the latest and greatest. I mean, I, I peek, you know, I get my little ads for Apple stuff that pops up and I'm like, $1,400 for a tablet. I'm like, no, I'll, my screen's bigger. I can see, you know, I'm getting old. So you know, I use that as my excuse too. Um, but I think one of the things that would be really interesting is to, for communities, you know, when they're looking at how to fund this, go to the schools and ask if people have old, because kids always like the latest and greatest, and they have a lot of stuff stuck in their drawers that they're not using. And how cool would that be to be able to recycle some of that stuff and, sure. and be able to utilize that? Um, you know, I, and I just think so often we don't think about those things. And even if they've lost the plug-in, I mean, it's it's much cheaper to buy a charger than it is a whole unit. And a lot of, you might be able to go to even Best Buy or something. A lot of times they have recycled pieces that you can just grab, um, yeah. you know, and repurpose and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. You just gave me an idea because I did catch um, uh, two episodes, I, I believe it was, uh, of uh, Haley Richmond. Uh -huh. 
Yep. And uh, who's an extraordinary, remarkable person. And uh, I'm very excited about the, the work that she's doing. And, you know, anyone watching or listening now, I would definitely urge to go ahead and, and see someone really remarkable. Um, but maybe I can uh, talk to her about partnering and collecting tablets for seniors with Recall Q on it. Oh, <laughs> that, would be, an idea. <laughs> that would be wonderful. And for those of you that don't know, Haley is a 15 year old that runs two nonprofits. Um, one is Kids Caregivers, where she's really getting kids to engage. And the other is Puzzles to Remember, where they've given out over 100,000, I think it's like 120, 130,000 puzzles. Um, and she's been active in that since she's been eight. And um, just an incredible, incredible kid. Um, she's going to be one to watch for sure. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that would be a great, great connection. There's, there's also another group, and, and I can't think of the name, and I, I've got to put that down to connect you with, but it's college students. Um, mm -hmm. And they would be another one that, you know, they're looking at ways of how do they get involved and stuff. And so that would be, I'll, I'll look right. that contact information for you. And they have chapters all around um, the country here. And I don't, I don't know if they've expanded outside the U.S. or not, but, you know, either way, it would be a, it would be a start. For sure. And like that's that. really one of the remarkable things that I find coming as an outsider. Uh -huh. know, I don't have a background in, uh, you know, in gerontology or in dementia care or anything. And just uh, in the last 10 months, the, the experience of meeting different people in the field and the openness and everyone's wanting to just help is really extraordinary. It is, it is a neat space to be in. That's, that's yeah. for sure. Um, it sounds like, you know, feedback wise, families have really enjoyed this themselves. And I would imagine that you might even get some individuals um, who might be early stages who have purchased this as well, that, you know, yes. are living alone and, and not everybody's married and has a family or, you know, friends, you know, aren't close by. Um, this is a way to kind of pull pull everybody back together again, which is really yeah. cool. Anything that we haven't covered that that you think we need to, Danny? Um, yeah, I think I think we've covered. I think we've covered it. Um, I think it's been a really great show, and um, you know, I hope you reach out to Danny with Recall Q. You can go to the website, which is Recall Q, and that's C U E dot com. Or you can uh, email him at Danny, D-A-N-I, at Recall Q. And he is also on LinkedIn as Danny Waxman. And to our listeners, I always, you know, encourage you to like, click, and share. Don't keep, don't keep these nuggets to yourself. More and more people need more and more support. And they just don't know all of the variety of things that are out there. So, you know, be part of our team, be an advocate and, um, and spread the word. Uh, it'll help us all in the long run. So thanks everybody. Bye now. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again, Danny.